This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. everyone it's producer jemmy and welcome to friday happy friday <laughs> october 16th episode 2541 brought to you by kentucky performance products the horses in the morning gang is still off but the good news is jamie will be back monday with a new episode assisted by dr wendy so the gang from flintstone media myself george and all the rest of us we've taken over to give you some great best of episodes a reminder, no live shows in October. Look to your podcast fees for the latest from Horses in the Morning. Today, we look back to January of 2017, and we hear Jamie recount the birth of Pink's foal with the help of Dr. Hendricks. Jesse Lynn shares stories of riding as a kid and being the opening act for Oak Ridge Boys. Bad Ads features a chicken with a missing foot and a mare with registered ancestors. Jamie and Wendy will see you Monday with a new episode. Good Friday morning, everybody. I am Glenda Geek from Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings from Phoenix, Arizona. And you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you today by Kentucky Performance Products. And it's episode 1609. Good morning, Horse World. Guess what day it is today? Sunday. No, it's Friday. Friday. This is what it's all about, gentlemen. It's what we train for. Happy Friday. Ladies and gentlemen, we have breaking news coming at you live from Phoenix, Arizona. It is, uh, I don't even know what time it is. I'm so tired. 7.03 a.m. It's probably about 49 degrees outside. And there is a baby that is sleeping in the stall next to her mama. Yeah! <laughs> she had her baby! She had her baby. I thought uh, that I, I would stop looking at the camera oh, and sleep better once she had the baby. Now, I would like to point out that I did go home last night. Finally, and I cleaned her stall, stripped it. I, I got him, you know, loved on her a little bit more. Went home, cracked open a bottle of wine, drank about three fourths of it and <laughs> fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you look pretty tired in some of those pictures there uh, by time last night rolled around. Oh. Now, this was a daytime baby. It was. It was. I mean, what a fortunate thing. It was amazing. So, night before last, before I came on the show with Mary Kitzmiller yesterday, uh, I was kind of, uh, I'd spent the night in the barn. But it was one of those, like, we did. I did the milk test. A bunch of the teenage girls came over and like, you know, they like to hold pink and while I milk her and they saw the milk test with me and the milk test was like 95%. You're having that baby tonight. So one of them was like, oh my gosh, I'll spend the night in the barn with you. And I was like, okay, cool. Uh, and that's the homeschooled one. So she can get away with it. Oh no, the other two were like calling their parents. <laughs> I'll stay in the barn with you too. And I'm, I all of a sudden it's like, 
there's four people in a 12 by 12 stall next to this mayor who <laughs> is going to have like, and trying to really... get some peace and quiet. <laughs> yeah. So I said, well, you know, I was like, we have rules. When you go in that stall, there's no more talking. You know, so I, I woke them all up. We stayed at my house until about midnight and I woke them up uh, and took them over there. And she was rolling and restless and all that. So we got over there. And I swear to you, that mare then in turn crossed her legs. She was like, <laughs> this is not going to happen. Yeah, I don't know you people. She, she's like, I know you. You feed me. You give me treats. The rest of you, I don't know. And I don't want anything to do with any of you. And you're not going to be part of this. So uh, I call, when I talked to you guys on the show, she was dripping milk. And after I hung up, it began began a, a higher drip. So, um, I had to run the girls home. So I ran home, uh, took them, came back after having breakfast and I'm pulling in the driveway and Shannon, who's a stay, I was like, you watch her while I go get some breakfast. I'll be right back. <laughs> She's like, okay. So I run home get some breakfast and I come back. And as I'm pulling in the driveway, she's like, you need to get here. I get a text. And I'm like, <laughs> so of course I like slam my car in park, sprint up to the barn and it has started. So what was really cool. I text, sorry. So I text Chad. I'm like, get over here. <laughs> get over I here. thought I heard Chad in the background of the video. Yeah. It, it, Mother nature is ridiculous. It was textbook textbook i can't believe how things like everything i read happened it was weird and chad for living the four houses down didn't even get there in time to see the baby start to come out um anyway it was really we we, we can get it more into it in a little bit and i have um i've done something i may regret it glenn i may regret it i'm like, gonna regret like most it. things you do what <laughs> i <laughs> Have booked my veterinarian for this morning. Oh, yes. I am so <laughs> looking forward to chatting with your veterinarian. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. You know I can put you on mute now, right? Just Yeah, I don't, I'm not a fan of that idea. Because <laughs> she is about to come out. As soon as we're done with the show, she's coming to my house. To like, <laughs> and you said a, she's Canadian, so she's very nice. She's but super nice because she's Canadian. I All gotta Canadians be willing nice. to bet that about this point, she's will she'll be ready to throw you under the bus. I gotta. <laughs> I doubt it. She's so nice. <laughs> she's very calm, which is why we work well together. I, did did you even need her yesterday? I may have. <laughs> I may have called and so, so who is your co-host that's been saying all along, you know, she's just going to have this baby. It's going to be fine. Who's been saying that for months? But it, it wasn't fine, Glenn. I'm I don't know. You post some really gory videos <laughs> in the auditor page last night. It looked like it was fine to me. All right. Here's the deal. <laughs> all of you were going, were there tears? Did she cry? How much did she cry? I'm standing there. With Shannon and her parents. And, and it was great because it was this beautiful moment of like the four of us. And they're the ones that let me keep the horse at their house. And they were there daytime birth. Chad's on his way. He's driving over with Lucas. Um, so it's, it's a kind of a little family gathering here. And she is having, the, she's laying down. She's getting up. She's kind of turning around. Like everything is happening. 
and it's it's happening right in front of my eyes and i'm 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 holding the camera and i'm i'm watching and i'm so excited i can't wait and then it hits me glenn it hits me a sheer utter panic that if something <laughs> goes wrong here i'm the one who's supposed to handle it me i don't know what the hell i'm doing I, I, i'm like i look around and i'm like it's Shannon and her parents and my husband and a baby, like a kid. I'm the one who's supposed to, I'm the one who's supposed to handle this. So sheer panic. So, all right. The play by play, the honest to God truth is I see the one foot. I've read so much and watch videos and I know what's supposed to happen. It's supposed to be one foot and the behind that is another foot. And the behind that is a nose. And it's supposed to be coming like straight out, like in a diving position. Am I getting too detailed for you, Glenn? No, th- this is fine. I've seen babies being born before. Okay. <laughs> We've had so a few. one leg <laughs> and then two leg. And, and, and that's working great. Now, I'm still cussing whichever one of you people <laughs> sent me the idea to get the book, the complete book of mares and foals and all this nonsense. Because I spent last night reading it of all the crappy things that can happen that go wrong, blah, blah, blah. There's like that whole book, there's like three pages of normal. And the other 300 are pages of like, oh my God, this is going to happen. So we, I see first leg. I see second leg. And again, there's nobody here to help me. There's nobody that can handle anything. It is me. I'm the one who's supposed to be here and responsible. And then the third thing that comes out, I'm like, I mean, she's in the stall. It's a weird lighting, but I'm like, oh my God, that's a leg. That's a third leg. There's a leg number three and I'm videoing and I, 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 I'm videoing. And I'm like in my head, I'm like, that's not, that's not right. And they're sideways. So I'm like, oh my God, this is one of those things I read. I'm going to stick my hand in there and push the leg back down. <laughs> so I may have called my veterinarian. <laughs> I bet and you did. After texting, I don't know, 300 text messages that morning about leaking milk and this, and she's pawing, and I think she's colicking. Maybe she's not a baby. I'm, you know. So at this point, I called the, I called the doctor. <laughs> Dr. Hendricks, Dr. Hendricks, she, and the baby's coming out. She's like, wonder, you know, Canadian. Oh my gosh. That's great. Wonderful. Wonderful. Eh? <laughs> and, and I'm like, um, it's not okay. It's not normal. I see the two legs, but I'm supposed to see a nose and I see a foot. I see another foot. Dr. Hendricks, it's a foot. I see a third leg. What? She's like, okay, I'm on my way. I'm on my way. I will be there. I will. Be, I'm. I'm turning the car around here. I'm on my way, Doctor Hendricks. Never mind. Never mind. That's a nose. <laughs> it's funny how a, hoof, a tiny little foot and a nose can look alike. <laughs> Plus, so like, it's inside all it's that gooey silent. stuff, so it's hard to tell. It's uh, hard to tell. Yeah. I wasn't all up in the business. I was outside <laughs> the stall, and I, I, it, the lighting was funny. And I'm really tired. And the baby was sideways. I'm like, is it okay that she's sideways? It's she like basically was hallucinating. Like, totally, <laughs> everything <laughs> is going to be fine. I should not have read that damn book last night. I cannot believe it. Well, let's it. just tell everybody who who <sighs> wasn't auditors and who didn't see all the gory, gross stuff, and who aren't fans of your page, that you had a baby girl. It's a little okay. The whole goal. It already had a name and everything. It was going to be a black stallion. Yeah, you were really hoping for that. As 
freaking opposite as you can get. I got a damn chestnut mare. Jennifer has off the air been busting your chops for two months about how it's going to be a chestnut mare with like four white feet. And she got close. <laughs> she got it close. is just a plain brown wrapper <laughs> with a star. Chestnut Philly. Can you believe it? You know, honestly, first of all, I knew it would be chestnut because every one of Pink's babies has been chestnut. But a lot of the dads have been chestnut, too. So uh, she gets around. So I, I wanted to, you know, whatever. I, I kind of thought that. But, you know, if you say things out loud, they happen. So I haven't said that out loud. I haven't said it. in my heart of hearts. I knew damn well this was going to be a chestnut Philly. I just did. But I never wanted to say it because... I didn't want it to actually happen. <laughs> and now I got my She is filly. cute as the Dickens, though, and one big filly. That's well, a big filly. I was Dr. Hendrix's vet tech, and we saw a lot of babies. You can bring her on. We saw a lot okay. of babies, but most of the babies that we would see were sick or ill or weird looking, you know. This baby is beautiful. Her legs are perfect. She's uphill. She's just got these beautiful, big, intelligent ears, and her legs are straight and upright. Everything is perfect. She's per she's perfect, and I love her so much, and I'm so excited. And now we've got my my dear friend, Dr. Hendricks. Your on. poor tor tortured veterinarian is who you've got, huh? <laughs> hey, Hi, Lana. <laughs> Hi. So am I forgiven for the fact that it is a chestnut filly? <laughs> <laughs> it's all your fault. This is all your fault. Oh, well. Oh, you're totally forgiven. She is beautiful. I, I can't Be Before her. we continue this, uh, gushing over this baby, I'm going to put Jamie on mute. No. Because, that, yeah, there she goes. Okay, so uh, Dr. Hendricks, it's you and me now, and the listeners, okay. because she has been telling us, and actually reading tweets back and forth on the air for like two months, and uh, about how she's driving you absolutely insane. <laughs> our, our, one, you have our permission to fire her. Uh, that's one thing. And, and the second thing is you have our permission to bill her $50 for every tweet. Or for every text that she oh. sent you. So that's, we're just giving you, you that. You know, permission. I would rather somebody ask lots of questions when they don't need to than not ask the questions that they should. So, yeah, but isn't <laughs> there okay. a line then when you have a Jamie <laughs> where she just goes over the top and worries about every little thing, which by the way, she does with everything. So, um, isn't yeah. there a line there where vets start to go, oh my God. Well, she's lucky that she and I were friends as well before she was a client. So <laughs> now she the truth with me comes out. And, <laughs> and Jamie, and if she hadn't known you, my... she would have fired your butt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll bring her back in now. Okay, yeah, you're most, back, Jamie. <laughs> most of my clients probably don't call that much. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I could do it because we're friends, Alana. We're, we're friends, right? Yes, that's what I no. said. We were friends first. <laughs> And so that makes it a little bit different. But like yeah. I said, I would still rather have the worried phone calls in the middle and everything's okay than somebody not calling me and it's not okay. So, yes, well, I, I don't mind I, those. I told you, I told you when you chose to accept this adventure <laughs> with me, I told you that you're not allowed to leave town. You're not allowed to have yes. clients. You're not allowed. Like, I'm like, you're, you're it. You're all I've got. 
You're all I've got in this whole thing. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I couldn't be happier with everything. First of all, y'all, Dr. Hendricks is so good. She's such a great vet. But the fact that like she, it was February 9th last year. And she's like, "Mm, I don't know. we, We went to check pink for a follicle just to kind of see where she was. And she's like, I think, I think you could breed her now you can like order now. I mean, it was so weird. We were just there to check her. She's mm-hmm. like, it would be a gamble. It would be a big gamble. Cause it's so early, but I think we could do it. Gamble. We took the gamble. She got it done and boom pregnant. And that's why I have such a nice early, beautiful baby. And Ali and I just can't thank you enough. Oh, you're welcome. I think uh, most long-term breeders would be pretty jealous to get the mare bred on the first ultrasound and then have a baby at 1030 in the morning <laughs> rather than waiting all night long. Oh, well, she waited she, uh, a few nights. A good cooperative <laughs> mare. <laughs> that didn't stop Jamie from sleeping in that stall for the last three months um, waiting. So. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she did not tell me that she was having it at 1030 in the morning, Glenn. She kept me guessing. She was such a good mare, though. She was uh, the whole entire pregnancy. I think, Dr. Hendricks, you said uh, that she did something that no brood mare has ever done. Do you remember this? You were like, no, I I drove up to the property. I wasn't there. You said she actually came in and basically went in the stall and drawn backwards (laughs) and back up to the to the uh, here you go. Yeah. To be ultrasounded, yes. <laughs> it was so easy to work on. Yeah. yeah. That's so what happens when you have the that. experienced <laughs> ones, right? They're a little bit better. So now we have a little red filly, and everything's healthy, doctor, right? Everything's good? Well, we're going to do the... We're going to do the new full exam this morning. So, so far, so good. But we're going to come out and uh, check her IgG levels, make sure all the colostrum was good and feel her a little umbilicus and do all that good stuff just to double check, make sure everything's where we want it to be. And she's been sauntering up to the milk bar as expected? Eh. Well, I think it was a slower process than we wanted. She took a little bit. Mom was a little sore. And so there was a little bit of concern over that yesterday, but she did get it figured out eventually. We had one that took two days. It took a while. We had one that took a while. Uh, Is it wrong, Elena, that I was like... um, I, I mean, basically, she, she she wouldn't latch. Pink was not happy. Pink was uh, in pain. We ended up giving her banamine, which calmed her down, and she was very happy. But at first, before this happening, I am, like, squirting milk on this baby's nose, and she will not. And she's grabbing my finger. And I was like, oh, my God. I have a dumb baby. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they're all a little dumb. Yeah, stars. That's right. they just came out. Good, <laughs> pretty normal. <laughs> you know okay, what? I oh. I watched your video. By the way, Jamie, you'll have to post the video on the horses in the morning page of the of the baby running around. Um, I watched the video of him getting up for the, or of her getting up for the first time. See, it got me calling her. It's weird. Yeah, I, I know. Him too. <laughs> uh, of her getting up for the first time. You know what always has amazed me with the ones we had and the ones we've seen is just how quickly they get up. That is, Mother Nature is so amazing. When you think it takes a human, uh, you know, 16 months to walk, it takes, you know, it takes a half an hour to an hour and they're up. It's just so cool. It really is. 
Yeah, it is pretty amazing. That's the the trouble with being a prey animal. You have to get ready to run as soon as you hit the ground. So they're pretty quick with that. I was, you know, I I had my little uh, cheat sheet with me. Okay, I was like, the timing is this because I bought this like bowling kit. I was totally ready. And so I kept... Um, we had a vet on last week. It was like, keep, keep a timer, you know, keep it, keep, keep checking on what the time is. So I was pretty diligent about that. And it was like, okay, in the first 20 minutes, she should make attempts to stand up and then 30 minutes she should be up. And I'm not kidding you. 20 minutes. She's making attempts, 30 minutes. She's up. It was, I mean, what, what every single thing just went do, 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 like checking off a box, the water breaking, the turning around, the this, that, everything. It's just so incredible. I've never been, I mean, like, yes, I had a baby, but I was as little involvement as possible. <laughs> like, I wanted nothing to do with that. Would you like a mirror? Oh. God, no. I don't want to talking about. I don't want to see that nastiness. So uh, having the baby, I- I've watched all these videos, Alana, and uh, the videos were horrifying and gross. And other people's baby. When I watched my baby be born of the horse baby, I wasn't grossed out at all. I was scared to death, Aww. but I wasn't grossed out at all. I was like, at some point yesterday. I am sitting down and somebody finally brought me a sandwich because it's 1030 and I was like dip in the navel and I was tying the placenta up and I was super active and doing everything. Chad was actually like blown away. He was like, you just like handled it. I was like, somebody had to. So at some point I have placenta on me, blood (laughs) from kneeling in the stall. I'm covered in iodine and some sort of like urinish substance. And these are all because when I gave pink the shot of banamine, I got, she squirted blood all over my hands. And so I'm like covered and somebody hands me a sandwich and without hesitation, I just grab it and eat it. Like, <laughs> do you want to wash your hands? You crazy, gross human. Like that's disgusting. And here I'm like, and I'm eating and I look down and I'm like, huh, I don't even know what that is on my hand. And I just continue to eat. Is that normal? <laughs> Well, I think that's the former vet tech coming back out in you. Okay. <laughs> you do the rest of the time until you just eat while you're going. And the technical oh, term. So would you do it again after yeah, all Yeah, that? that's the question. Would I do the baby thing? I probably, I would love to do it, like redo it and not freak out the way that I did. <laughs> because I, I was videoing the beginning and then I videoed the end because in the middle I had to use my telephone to call you. So I kind of missed <laughs> the whole middle portion. <laughs> so I'd, I'd do that again if I knew it was all going to be okay. So, so what made you think that there was three legs there for a couple minutes? Oh, what was that moment? That? <laughs> I don't know. It was just, I, I, I was telling them um, before you came on that it was just one of those things where I, it's coming out sideways. It's kind of, I'm not up in the, her business. It's covered in a placenta bag, you know, and there's fluid and, and in there. And you know what? The cu- nose kind of does look like a little foot. It it's coming out. out. <laughs> yeah, it does. Kind of. Yeah. I Thank you, Glenn. I You're look welcome. around Atlanta and I realize that I am the only one who's going to be able to do anything in this situation. And I am totally unqualified. <laughs> like, but those around me are less qualified. So what do I do? I panic. Right. And I panic. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm supposed to do. I well, told as you. As luck happened. would have it, I've 
I was probably less than 10 minutes away from you, so at another call, but uh, but I was very close. But you got it handled on your own anyways. For those, Pink did one way Pink or the other. <laughs> yeah, Pink, Pink pretty much handled it. For those just joining us, we have Jamie's veterinarian on here, and we're talking about uh, yesterday. And if you missed the first part, you'll have to go back and take a listen to it. But she ended up with a red-headed baby girl, uh, which is almost the exact opposite of what she wanted. But uh, now she's going to have to completely retrofit your farm for a mare. Oh my gosh! Not only am I enough to like backing up. Um, his name was going to be Rome. I could tell you guys, Roman Empire. Rome is a variety of apple. It starts with the letter R. Empire is an apple. Roman Empire. And I was going to name him Apollo. That does not work for a girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a lot. I saw a lot. I saw that the auditors were all jumping in with names already. And that'll be the next big question. Have you named the baby? No, I haven't named the baby. I'm all crazy and out of whack. I was going to be Apollo. <laughs> Apollo, Zeus, and Thor. It was perfect. What the hell? <laughs> well, now you do have the full moon <laughs> thing going. You have a, a little filly and a redhead. So there's lots of naming possibilities. It's, it's called, this is going to cost me a lot of money. Is that's what her name should be? <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, doctor, I should just th- name her after Desert Edge Equine, and um, then I would get some sort of discount on my future veterinarian. Oh, <laughs> you can't wait to see the bill she's sending you for this. Would you like fiasco. to be a partner, Doctor? <laughs> <laughs> Not the chestnut filly. <laughs> <laughs> if it was a black stallion, maybe. <laughs> if it was a black stallion. <laughs> Chestnut Phillies, Dr. Hendricks used to be a huge, huge big time show jumper. So I know that you have seen some talented Chestnut Phillies, right? Right. This is true. Yes. Yeah. And if you get the right one, they'll try harder than any gelding. So she's going to be the right one for you. Well, somebody, somebody said that it, it, you don't. You don't pick. I gosh, I can't remember. It was beautiful. It's like you, you don't get what you need. They give you what you need. You know. So uh, mm-hmm. the the earth has given me a chestnut filly in the world, and the gods and the whole things. Apollo up himself said, "We're giving you a filly." So that's what we're. I just have, got several messages from listeners who said they love chestnut fillies and they'll take her. So you better be careful what you say there. Jim. <laughs> I know my friend Donna already was like, I'm sending payments. I'm paying her off now. <laughs> I know I'm super excited. I've been, you know, I mean, I showed up. Dr. Hendricks is the one that took the picture of me standing there with the box and the mayor. And that we've been, we've been through this since the beginning and, and I followed it all the way yeah. through and I've, so I'm I'm excited. The whole point of this was to breed my dream horse and raise her up and him up <laughs> and compete and by God I'm gonna do it. Now now Zeus has a has a twin, a little little chestnut to go with Zeus. And by the way, the little Philly did start trying to open the gate yesterday. So Ah, there you go. I'm sure well, Zeus will have a good smart. time teaching. <laughs> oh, we did have a suggestion Aww. here. Anne said instead of Apollo, it's Athena. There you go. See? Yeah. That's genius. I don't know anything about Athena. We have to read exactly. Was was Athena a sad character or a a good... I don't know. I don't know anything about Athena. So you might want to look into that before you name her Athena. Sounds good. Doctor, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, feel free to send her the $10,000 bill tomorrow. 
uh, for all of those texts. She's partnering on this film. I will do that. <laughs> I bet yeah. you will. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Aww, well, I will see you shortly, Jamie. Okay, sounds great. See you in a minute. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. All right. No bye. problem. Have a good day. Bye. Well, there's a good sport to get up that early after having dealt with you for the last two weeks. I told you she's really nice. I told you she wouldn't be mean. <laughs> oh, Lindsay chiped in and said, we have such smart listeners. Uh, she said, Athena is the goddess of wisdom. Okay, well, there you Lindsay, go. if you and- could look up what the goddess of eventing is, then she'll probably name her that. <laughs> the goddess of wisdom i was like this is not a smart filly i'm squirting her in the nose with milk and she's just like hey squirrel you know <laughs> like come on get the milk but- all right well uh, jennifer is going to get our nest test on here but in the meantime we have to talk a little bit about one of our sponsors and of course that sponsor is ovation there was a question that came up and and i have the answer here there was a question that came up in the auditor room now that we have so many guys that ride and actually wear like breeches and everything one of them asked uh what what are the best men's breeches well i can tell you that buck davidson who's probably ridden more hours than any of our auditors added up over a lifetime, uh, has worn ovation breeches for many, many years. They make a men's uh, breech. They make a couple different ones, actually. Uh, Buck loves them because they're lightweight, they're durable, and they're comfortable. And he's in the saddle for 10 horses a day. So if you want to take it... He rides 20 a day. Yeah, that's probably true. That's probably true. Oh, uh, uh, wait a minute. Update in the middle of the commercial. Armatis might be the closest. It's a badass made goddess of the hunt. Armatis. Thank you, Lindsay. Goddess of the hunt for the vegan owner. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect irony there. I love love that, actually. That's perfect. All right. Well, let's take a listen uh, to a little more about Ovation. We're coming back with a musical guest, which I think is more than appropriate after all the baby talk this morning. We'll be right back. people know that they can count on Ovation's value, quality, and style when it comes to hard-wearing schooling attire, affordable show gear for horse and rider, or top-of-the-line equipment for riders at every level. From breeches to bridle work, saddles to stock ties, helmets to half chaps, Ovation is the premier brand of riding apparel and equipment for you and your horse in the United States, outfitting riders at every level from head to toe. Ask for Ovation brand riding helmets, breeches, and footwear at your local tax store. Or go online to OvationRiding.com and see the fantastic variety of quality, fashion-forward, affordable products from Ovation. OvationRiding.com Kissing their kids before they go Heading out to hidden dangers Like a shining night of old Just a person in uniform With the shield of gold 
Well, that beautiful voice you hear is a musician. Is and... it wrong that I just got like teary-eyed just hearing that part? I've I never know. heard that song before. <laughs> We're going to hear it a little bit later. It's Alabama oh, cowgirl and musician. She's been uh, around horses all her life and is a terrific singer. Her name is Jessie Lynn. She won the female or the uh, Alabama Music Association's Female Adult Vocalist and Entertainer of the Year in New Country in 2016. Good morning, Jesse. Good morning. How are you guys? Good. Thank you so much for joining us. We've been talking about brand new baby foals this morning, and now we're we're just going to... <laughs> now we're just going to go on and talk a little music. You know, I was so glad after half an hour of talking about Jamie's new baby that uh, that we weren't having a serious guest on that talk about something that was, you know, that was really serious or uh, that was just, I'm so happy you're on to talk about some fun stuff and music. And uh, it's one of our favorite things to do on the show. And we haven't had a new artist on in a long time. So welcome. Well, thank you guys so much for having me. I'm so excited, and uh, it's just an honor and a pleasure to be joining you guys this morning, and uh, so excited to hear about the new foal. I know that's got to be fun and exciting. Me, uh, hold on. I- I'm sorry. It is thrilling and exciting, but I got to back up. Did you just say? Okay. Did you just say you guys, and you're from Alabama? You can say y'all, girl. We own yeah. it here. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you, you ain't got to change for us. Yeah, I'm I'm from Georgia, honey. You just say y'all. You just go right ahead. Get comfortable. <laughs> that works. Either way. <laughs> well, I will have to say, I have a little bit of Okie from Muskogee blood running in my veins. My parents are originally from Oklahoma, and uh, I was the only family member who was born in the state of Alabama. So <laughs> I'm a little out. <laughs> It's not your fault they did that to you. It's not your fault. But you know what? You just got to fight it. You just got to fight it for the rest of yes. your life. Don't Just don't tell anybody from Alabama. <laughs> okay, I won't. Exactly. <laughs> so you uh, you started uh, off in the horse thing. You've been a cowgirl for a long time. Do I, did I see that uh, you've been involved in rodeo and barrel racing and things? Oh, yes. Uh, I was basically born on a horse, uh, if, if that's possible. I was placed on my first horse at three months old and actually won my first costume lead line competition at nine months old and um, was kind of born into the timed event world. My mom, a uh, longtime competitor, Miss Rodeo Alabama 1988. Um, and so just I was kind of born into the timed events, but she showed um, – championship halter stallions and uh, did the timed events and stuff as well um, way up until uh, I was probably 14 or 15 and she uh, suffered a knee injury and has since retired from riding but um, stayed mostly in the timed event era until about 2008 and uh, I decided to branch out a little bit and start showing my big gray horse rebel all around um, and so just put him in altar classes, started, uh, showing hunt seat and Western pleasure and, um, kind of self-taught and trained myself and him. And, uh, in 2008 and 2009, we came out with two consecutive all around championships and, uh, several reserve timed event championships and, um, uh, just have been showing my entire life. Uh, my big, uh, bay horse that my godmother owned magic, um, had, uh, four Southern 4-H regional qualifications on him, several state championships, 
um, with timed events and uh, my big gray horse, we came out with uh, six NBHA world qualifications and uh, got a, a black gelding at home named Jet at three. He won a state championship junior gelding halter and, uh, you know, it just goes on and on and on. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so funny when I asked you in the email if you were a horse girl, your answer was uh, pretty much short and sweet, yes. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Now I see. Definitely. (laughs) That's why I see you didn't. Now I see why you didn't go into all the details. That where did music come into play? Yeah, it would have been way too long. Yeah, it would have been a book. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Well, music came into play also very early in my life. Um, Much like horses, uh, it kind of runs in the family. Uh, My grandmother, um, Lois Dugan, actually has a twin sister named Joyce. And um, their mother, who I'm named after, so my great-grandmother, Jessie Hanson, um, performed with the original Blackwood Brothers, toured with them professionally, um, you know, Dottie West, uh, Sattlers, the Stamps Baxter Quartet, all of them. She toured and performed with them for, I mean, years. And um, my grandmother and her twin sister were on the air every Sunday morning on KMUS Muskogee. And uh, so... It started early for them, and she started me in church at three singing gospel songs, and I remember the first little song I sang was, um, there's a uh, fountain flowing deep and wide, and then also this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine, and did I ever let it shine? (laughs) (laughs) And um, I... um, from then, actually started uh, classical training at the age of six, so a lot of Broadway operatic type style music, and uh, completed that training at the age of 16, so I had about 10 years there coming in um, of classical, and I performed uh, at various rodeo events on horseback, carrying the flag, singing the national anthem. Uh, at age 11, I actually opened for the NCAA Division II World Series when it was in Montgomery. Um, and just decided my first year at Auburn, um, you know, that little thing that nags you in the back of your mind, like you need to follow what you want to do. And music's always been one of my passions and I've been able to incorporate the horses into it. And it's very rare that you're able to take both loves and put them into one. And that's where we get the Alabama cowgirl at heart. So that's, that's, that's where we go from there. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, I saw in there that you opened for, did, you, did I see that you opened for the Oak Ridge Boys? That is correct. Uh, August of 2016, uh, had the distinct honor and pleasure of opening for the Phenomenal Group. And actually, I had the opportunity to meet them a week prior at the Grand Ole Opry and uh went backstage with them and uh, got to hang out with them while they were getting ready for their performance and shortly after. And uh, that was just one of those experiences that you're just like, oh, my goodness. (laughs) Uh, To be such a young artist and uh, more importantly, as as coming out really the first year hot and heavy on the music and to have that type of opportunity and the many um, nominations and awards that we came home with in 2016 years, just something that's uh, unheard of. <laughs> I got to tell you a little. So, uh, I, I do have a story, believe it right. or not, about the Oak Ridge Boys. They originally came from Pennsylvania, and you're—I mean, mm. you know, 
many, 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 many years ago. And my brother was working at a radio station, and he they came into the radio station. That was in the old days when the groups actually came into radio stations because it mattered. Uh, so they came into the radio, <laughs> not anymore, but they came into the radio station, and yeah. he came home, that, and I remember talking to him the next day. He said, ah, this group came in. They were called the Oak Ridge Boys. They're a little strange, but I think they might make it. Um, and here we are. <laughs> all those years yeah. later. <laughs> was, was their biggest hit. And it's so funny because um, at the show, I originally, um, of course, you know, William Lee Golding is from Alabama. Um, and then Joe Bonsall, who's the lead singer on the song Elvira, one of their biggest hits. Um, it was so funny because I actually, we were messaging back and forth. I was actually sitting in the audience at the Opry that night. And uh, I said, where are you guys? I know you guys are backstage, but do you have a list that I could possibly come backstage? He said, well, they've gotten a little tight on security. Um, he said, see if you can talk, you know, see if you, there's a guy that I want you to talk to, see if you can get backstage. Well, he wasn't there. So I just went to my good friend, <laughs> Dwight, and I said, hey, the guys are backstage of opening for him next week. Can you get me backstage? He's like, yeah, come on, follow me. So there we go. <laughs> it's just one of those things. <laughs> See, well, that that's really cool, and that's so important actually to get noticed by by opening for for acts like that. It's just it it's almost required uh, to to get noticed. And, you know, my wife said, and we follow this at the Horse Radio Network for all of these years, and our success is dependent upon one line, and, and it applies to yeah. musicians too. It's not who you know; it's who knows you. Um. It, right. That is the biggest line in business, and especially for musicians, right? Oh, yes, absolutely. And one of those things, I actually, I had a kind of a, a variety of songs that I did that night that I opened for them. And ultimately, I ended up closing out with um, Winona Judd's version of Burning Love, the big Elvis Presley hit. Yeah. Um, and it was so funny because Richard Sturbin, the bass singer, was on the other side of the stage when I took out, I had the standing ovation on the song and it, it was just one of those moments that's just like, Oh my God, you know, I, this is one of those moments that's just like this. I just had the moment to take it all in. And when I exited the stage, he came around the back side of the stage and came to me and he said, wow. He said, you realize I sang back up on that original track, right? I said, oh, yes, sir. Very much so. I said, let me ask you this. Did I do it justice? He said, honey, you did it way more than justice. He said, that was phenomenal. And I'm just like, oh, yes, sir. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's a, well, I call those the I can die now moments. When you have a moment like you're like, yes. I can die now. I can die now. I'm dying. Yes. <laughs> yes. And it was so funny because I had, that was such a long day. Um, I, unfortunately, the night before got food poisoning. So I was kind of up most of the of night. Of course set. you did, because that's what um, happens to horse people. I <laughs> that's right. Yes. And so I had a TV appearance that morning at 4 a.m. And so it was up very early. We came back to the hotel. I actually had a radio interview also at 8.30 that morning as well. Came back to the hotel, maybe got about an hour and a half of sleep, went and ate a bite of lunch. And then, of course, by that afternoon, my adrenaline is running so much, I couldn't even sit still. And go on out to um, the Civic Center and uh, was doing my rehearsal. I uh, was getting everything set up, going through my stuff before the guys got there. And when the guys got there, Dwayne Allen came out 
and told me he was he was listening a little bit to some of the rehearsal stuff and he said let me tell you something he said don't leave anything on this stage for us to take from you tonight he said this is your stage you own it he said you've got it and again there was one of those uh, i can now die moments <laughs> well you know that's that shows a lot about them yeah. too, doesn't it? I mean, to give you that kind of encouragement, you know, we've we've often heard of uh, opening acts who never even meet the main act, right? Um, but you know, right. that says a lot about them too. Well, and it, it certainly does. And they follow a lot of my stuff that goes on on Twitter. I keep up with them. We'll actually get to going back and forth on Twitter, and um, you know, just different things. And they're just a great all-around group of guys um and uh, of course you have to be to to be as successful because i realized they didn't have to have an opening act they're the oakridge boys they don't have right. to have an opening <laughs> act but yet they they chose me to open for them at this show so i was like oh my goodness <laughs> well now i do wait before we run out of time i want to get to talk to you about uh my favorite song of yours and we played just a little bit of it we're going to play the rest we're going to play the whole song here after after we say goodbye to you and that's in the line of duty mm-hmm. you did a whole you did a whole series of songs that really honor uh servicemen they honor veterans they also honor the police and the firemen so so tell us why you did that and why it's so important to you well, um, one thing that uh, was very important to me, I have a friend of mine here that I had the opportunity to meet uh, through a writing workshop that I was doing with Bobby Tomberlin and Sylvia Hutton and Aaron Bowling from Curb Records. And he called me not too long after that workshop, and he'd actually heard some of our songs that we performed, like Boots and Bling at the Cowgirl Thing and Old Pair of Boots, which is an original that I wrote off of our album. Um, a softer side of country. And he said, I've got some stuff that I want to send to you. He said, I can just see you singing it. And he said, you're the type of vocalist that I'm looking for. He's um, in his late 80s. So he's more or less just a writer, not so much of a performer. I said, okay. And um, got three of the songs that are on that EP in the line of duty, which um, his three are Yesterday's Heroes, uh, Another Homeless Veteran, and We Now Must Take a Stand. And I absolutely fell in love with them. And I come from a family of a rich military background. My dad is medically retired out of the Air Force, um, was deployed to Iraq in 2010. And so to me, it was very important. And I understand the sacrifice that a family has to make when a loved one goes off to war or is gone. Um, and there is that, uh, that fear that they may not return back home. And so when, as it was getting closer to Veterans Day, I wanted to make sure we had just come off of releasing the album uh, in July, um, and I wanted to have a turnaround release for Veterans Day specifically, um, just, to, just a release that honored veterans, our current force, armed forces, uh, police officers, firefighters, and then especially with everything that was going on in the world at the time, and and unfortunately still is going on, um, I wanted to make sure that our police officers and firefighters and armed forces know that we stand with them and that they do have an advocate willing to work for them and speak on their behalf when nobody else will. And so we pushed that out and released it right on Veterans Day, and actually now it's one of our most requested 
songs in our performance because everybody loves it. It's just the rich variety. Um, and it's important. It's, it's majorly important. Well, everybody can find your music at net. You can also find it at, uh, you can find it at all the usual spots, iTunes, and everywhere that you find independent music. But go to net. That's probably the best place to go. Thank you so, I want to get to playing the song. So thank you so much for joining us this morning. We really appreciate it. I have all of your music, and if you don't mind, I'm going to put it into the rotation, and we'll start playing it. That sounds fantastic. Thank you guys so much for having me. I hope you guys have a blessed and safe Friday. All right. Thank Thank you, Jess. All right. Take care. Happy Friday the 13th. Yeah, that's true. And full moon last night, too. Let's play this song for you. It's called In the Line of Duty, and I think you're going to love it. There's a man or woman somewhere Kissing their kids before they go Heading out to hidden dangers Like a shining night of old Just a person in uniform With the shield of gold You may see a fireman Walk through the flames and smoke Save someone they don't even know Because the job is never done In the line of duty Self-assessment
Somewhere there's a red, white and blue flag waving that half Hi, Glenn Geek here from the Horse Radio Network, and I'm here with Karen from Kentucky Performance Products with a sensible supplementing tip of the week. And this is part two, talking about senior horses. Last week, we talked about the ones who can't keep weight on, and this week, we're talking about everybody's dream horse, the Easy Keeper. Now, sometimes that causes its own set of problems, which we're going to talk about today. Hi, Karen. Hi, Glenn. How are you today? Okay. So when we talk about easy keepers, we mean seniors that uh, don't have any trouble keeping weight on. and But yet that has its own set of issues, doesn't it? Well, it does. Because, I mean, people call us all the time and go, my gosh, when am I going to feed this horse? He lives on air. You know, I we have one of those. Grain. I know you have one beaker. Yep. yep. <laughs> and and it's just it's it's really frustrating. Um, again, like we talked about last time, it's so important for these older horses to have enough fiber in their diet. And you know, how do you, if you have a thousand pound fat little quarter horse, you know, how do you feed him twenty pounds of hay a day? And you know, you need to try to get at least fifteen to twenty pounds of hay in them. And what most people do, and what they figured out, is that you have to buy a lower quality hay. Of course, with lower quality hay, you have to worry about mold and dust and so on. So it's really important to find a source uh, of somebody that will give you a mature timothy or or one of the other grass hays that doesn't have as much energy per pound in it uh, and get a good mature source and have that in front of your horse all the time so he has that long stem hay to chew. You know, many of these older horses, senior horses uh, and, and horses that are easy keepers, cannot tolerate much grass, if any, at all. Um, so there's a couple of things, and also they can't tolerate a lot of grain. So right there you have you have some big holes in their diet, you know, because hay only has so many vitamins and minerals in it. And then, of course, the more mature hay, which is what you want to feed these guys because they don't need the energy, has even less vitamins and minerals in it. So the important thing to do is to find a good, balanced vitamin-mineral supplement that you can add to their diet. Um, some people are fortunate enough that they can get a uh, one of those like light feeds, and they can feed enough of that if you feed it at the recommended level that they tell you to, however many pounds that is. Usually it's around five pounds a day. Then your horse should be getting the complete complement of vitamins and minerals. But if you can't feed the recommended amount of concentrate, say if you're feeding half or if you're feeding, you know, a handful of grain a day, then your horse is not getting the vitamins and minerals he needs. And you have to, you have to provide that. You have to fill that gap with a vitamin and mineral supplement. We would have that. Geez, if we fed Baker five pounds a day, uh, <laughs> it would be, <laughs> be the size of a house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had a quarter horse that was like that, too, and I was competing him. So, you know, it was a real challenge to uh, to try to, to, to get the vitamins and minerals, and he really needed it. And, you know, when horses just eating hay alone, you start to notice that there's, their coat starts to get dull, and, you know, they just don't look very good. So if you can, if, um, finding a good, well-balanced vitamin and mineral supplement will really help. The other thing that's that's very, very important and is missing from a horse that's eating an all-forage diet, especially an all-hay diet, is natural vitamin E. 
and natural vitamin E, you know, the research is, is, is becoming more and more apparent through the research that horses really need this nutrient. It's an essential nutrient. Um, it would have been, been in their natural diet um, in the grass. Uh, it's an essential nutrient. They don't make it themselves, so you have to provide it for them. And if it's not there, then horses will have lots of problems. The vitamin E is an antioxidant that supports all the systems in the body. And if it's not there, then horses will have a lot of trouble. So it's important to give your horse a vitamin E supplement as well. Now, we use, uh, for Beaker, who's our, our very easy keeper quarter horse, we use Microphase, which is a Kentucky performance product. Yes, it is. And Microphase was developed um, specifically for that purpose. You know, I, I was like, okay, what am I going to give this horse of mine that, you know, is, can live on air? It also has natural vitamin E in it, microphase, and it's very important to use natural vitamin E. Many um, feeds and supplements will use synthetic vitamin E, which is a petroleum-based product, and it is not absorbed as well in the horse as natural vitamin E, which is plant-based. The, the synthetic vitamin E has a much more complicated molecular structure, so it's not absorbed as well. So you want to look for a natural vitamin E when you're looking for a vitamin E supplement. And that's microphase. And you have a second one, too, that could be beneficial for the older Easy Keeper. We do. That's the Elevate Maintenance Powder. And that's a natural vitamin E. Um, and it's you, you just feed seven grams a day, which, you know, it's hard for people to, to relate to what a gram is. But it's this tiny little scoop. And you, one jar lasts 130 days. And you need to feed around 1,000 to 2,000 IUs of natural vitamin E a day to a horse that's on an all-forage diet. And it's just hanging out. You know, if they're exercising, you have to increase it more because as the horse exercises more, their antioxidant requirements go up. But for a horse that's just hanging up and doing, uh, hanging out, hanging up, hanging out and doing <laughs> light trail riding, just 1,000 to 2,000 IUs is sufficient. Terrific. Well, you can find out more about both of those products at Kentucky Performance Products. Their website is kppusa.com, and they have some terrific articles in there also under the Tips and Topics section. And we also encourage you to follow them on Facebook. Just search for Kentucky Performance Products, because Karen is always putting all kinds of good information up there, too, about horse health and nutrition. And you can find it all, again, at kppusa.com. Well, Jamie, I got some clarifications on the name Artemis. Uh, Artemis is the goddess of the moon. It was full moon. And is Zeus's daughter in Greek mythology. Ah, it's almost a given now. It's hard to say, though. Artemis is Don't hard you... to say. It would need a nickname. Ar- Ar- like Artemis. Yeah. Like Artie. Yeah, the it's problem, a girl. Artie Every is a name. <laughs> Every well, cool name a boy. is a boy's name. <laughs> We can go with the- you just name it Apollo. Yeah, okay, that's right. Why can't you not call a girl Apollo? Really? Apollo would work for a girl, I think. I don't know if I'm going to have you. I don't know if I'm going to trust you guys to help me name. You guys name your horses after Muppets. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're both of you are disqualified from this conversation. <laughs> But look at the clever names we have for our horses. Yeah. Um, no comment. All right. So 
I posted on the um, horses in the morning auditor page. I ask if anybody has any questions um, that I can maybe answer on the air if I did not cover something. So I was just going to run through these real okay. quick. Um, and some of these people haven't listened to the show. So I'll just say, go back and listen. Uh, number one, Ken wants to know what did Lucas think about it? Did he? Watch? Oh, that is a good question. He- I wanted to know that too. Yeah, he did not um, watch the actual process, but like <laughs> he, he was watching when the baby was wet and on the ground. And he actually said, because, you know, when they have the baby, there's like the placenta that's coming out. And yeah, he goes, goes, what's coming out of her butt? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good question. actually. <laughs> so that was something that was awesome. But he was pretty. He just the whole time I had to show be careful with the videos because he's just screaming, I want to touch the baby. I want to touch the baby. And of course, he was the <laughs> second human to touch the baby after me. So it was pretty cool. Um, have I thought of a name? We're working on it, Jessica. My first reaction to it being a filly was, oh, my God, it's a filly. And then once I saw her, the first couple minutes were like, I, I just couldn't believe it. I just could not believe it because I just knew. just knew. Um. Lindsay wanted to know, were the high school girls upset they missed the birth? Oh, that was a good question, too. Yeah. So um, they... Because they had just gone home. <laughs> they had just gone home and then gone to school. They went straight to school, apparently, too, uh, because they, they went to school at 8 and the birth happened at 1045. So I texted them, you know, right after uh, Shanna texted them and said, baby's here. You just sent a picture. They freaking got their moms to check him out of school and they came and they were at the house. Oh, really? All <laughs> yes. All day. I mean, I didn't know I had that many friends yesterday. And to all the people that just kept coming and going, the people that own the home of where Pink is living, they, she said, Debbie said she walked outside. She's like, where did all these cars come from? <laughs> there was so many people. That was awesome. Um, Hillary wants to know what breed registries are you going to be applying for? I know nothing about nothing with this. I know that both the mayor and stallion are Oldenburg. Can I register her as a Pegasus? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know how that warm blood stuff works. So I will be doing my research. Any advice that any of you have, is very welcome. I did call the stallion owner yesterday, tell him that they had their baby. We have a, we have a, a Ruben Jan's first baby. And, um, he said that it doesn't have to be an R, but they really like it to be an R because people can follow the line. So it'll start with an R. Um, how happy was it during the day? Kate wants to know instead of the middle of the night, didn't matter. I mean, I was up all night anyway. Yeah, she was there uh, <laughs> the last three weeks. It wouldn't much matter. <laughs> was Chad there? Did he faint? Chad, actually, we called him when the baby was coming out. And by the time he got there, baby was already out. That's how fast those things happen. Uh, he Especially did not when it's your fifth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was super bummed he didn't get there in time to see it happening. But she was still like, you yeah, know, but the laying coolest down part is when they first get up and stuff. That's the yeah. really cool part. It was really funny. He's like, oh, there goes, there goes, there goes. I'm like, I'm videoing. I see it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brenna wanted to know what her name is. Work in progress. Um, Beth wants to know, are we still constantly texting the vet? You can go back and listen to the beginning yes. of the show for that. The vet came on the show. Uh, and Mo wants to know, did the vet fire me so far? Maybe not. Um, she but was way she too nice, have... by the way. You're right. She's just way too nice, your vet. She's Canadian. They're all nice. 
Well, I pick a Canadian. I like to have all women do my horse work too. My farrier is a is a woman. My vet's a woman. I just I don't know. I you just know what pop. though? I think what she said was probably true. You had a relationship before, or she might have fired you. <laughs> so you know what's funny is I actually was her tech before I was her friend, and then after I left that job because you hired me, um, then we we stayed friends. <laughs> but she was. Um, definitely my my uh i don't know i i don't know she had no choice i know where she lives um <laughs> carly the muzzle oh it's so soft oh it's so soft i kissed it it was still wet and i didn't care i, I, I you know i forget how i forget how long lizards. i forget how long their faces are and how tiny their noses are you know you you forget it when you don't get to see babies every day it just everything is so like a human baby everything is just a little except that is one big baby first comment but jennifer and i both made is wow that's a big baby <laughs> so yeah she's very tall yeah. i was pretty surprised um now the 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 muzzle and the, the nose it, it was so wet and I she reached up to sniff me from outside the stall and I kissed her right on the nose and just her milk stained mouth and placenta face and I did not care yet I had a human baby and they're like would you like to hold him immediately when he's born or should we clean him? I'm like clean him off that's disgusting. <laughs> Yet I'll kiss a placenta-covered <laughs> horse nose. What is wrong with me? You were asking like, what the term was before the show for that. We call it goop. It's just goop. It's yeah. just icky it's goop. goop. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't care. So, Jessica, the answer to your question is I am massively in love with her. I love her so much. I can't wait to get back. Like, let's finish this show so I can go see her. <laughs> well, that's better than uh, a girl comes out and you're going, oh, no, oh that thing's going to be going away. Son of a bitch, put her back in. <laughs> yeah, put her back in. I don't want her. <laughs> so I'm glad to hear that. Uh, oh, I just congratulations, I mommy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, that's that's terrific. Congratulations. Well, we do have to get on with the show because well, oh, first we have to, we have to let the noisemakers get in there. All right, good. So <laughs> that's the worst sound effect. <laughs> it I've is. Ever. It is. It's kind of like a half dead guy uh, who's drunk out of his mind doing the noisemakers. We By have the a couple way, of announcements. I am going to post the videos on yes. the horses in the morning pages. Yes. Um, I just I, there's four thousand videos on my phone right now, and I just have to find the one post that the one, you want. Yeah, post, post the one of uh, when when she first gets up. I just think those are so cool. Oh, uh, you want me to you want me to post all the ones of her trying to get up because those are hilarious. No, too. no, no, no. <laughs> the first one you posted on your page. If you just change it to public, you could share it. Um. So I, I tried to share it yesterday, but it wasn't public, so I couldn't. But yeah, I that's that's the fun one. That is the cute one. All right. So let's... Uh, well, they're all cute. I mean, there's a baby. Uh, the announcements for, for this week on Horse Radio Network. The Plaidcast episode two with Tanya Johnston uh, is tomorrow. And of course, she is the mental skills coach. And she's talking to the leading hunter rider in the world right now, John French, about the mental side of riding and what he does to be a champion. And she also answers listener questions. I know a lot of you liked when she filled in with Jamie in December. So you'll get to hear a whole episode of her and her interviewing John, who I thought was very interesting and very introspective. So that'll be coming out tomorrow on the Plaidcast. Go to horseradionetwork.com, or now you can search for the Plaidcast on your podcast players. It might be on most. It's not on our app yet. It will be in the next two weeks. Along with, we recorded the first episode of the 2018 WEG Show. 
Samantha and I got together and we did the first episode of the World of Question Games radio show. We had our guest Jennifer Wood on and she is the press officer for the World of Question Games and we got to ask all the basic opening questions like, how the hell are you guys getting all this done in 18 months when it takes everybody else six years? That was the first question. And then also we got into a little more technical questions about housing and the facility and all of that. So it was really the first look at the World Equestrian Games. We also went over what we're going to be doing in the show, uh, whether we're going to be doing Spotlight Riders again for all you old timers that heard it in 2010. Uh, we're going to be bringing a lot of that stuff back. So tune in this weekend. That'll be out on Sunday. You'll have to go to horseradionetwork.com to listen to that first episode and then we'll be applying for iTunes and everything and that'll also be on our app in the next couple of weeks in the January update. So it's all starting. I gotta tell you, can I tell you, as giddy as you were about the baby yesterday, Samantha and I were that giddy about talking or about doing the first WEG show because we had so yeah. much fun doing the WEG show before in 2010 and then going to WEG and covering it. We were giddy this time too. We were kind of both like, oh, this is so much fun. <laughs> so uh, it, it was good for us and it was, uh, I think you'll enjoy it. Did you guys actually too. cover any information or did you just go talk about each other? Oh, yeah, God. we were kind of giddy for the first part and then we actually talked to Jennifer and, and covered some information. So okay. we're going to be doing a lot of different things. We're going to covering the restaurants in the area. We're going to be covering the athletes. We cover everything about the WEG over the next 18 months. And that's it. That's uh, the updates here from the Horse Radio Network. By the way, I mentioned Buck Davidson earlier in the show. He is the guest, if I remember right, Jennifer, right? He is the guest on the eventing show this week. Yes. Was I right about that? Okay, good. You were correct. Wanted to make sure I had that right. I get my guests mixed up sometimes. Pay it! I say, pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. That's right. It is time for Really Bad Ads, and we have some great prizes for you this month. Jennifer is going to tell you about the first one. First prize. Woohoo! It is the Handy Camel. It's the product you never knew existed, never knew you needed until you have one, and then you can't live without it. What it is, is a giant chip clip that you can use on all sorts of bags and containers in your farm and barn. You open it up, slap the bag top inside and smoosh it closed, and it is sturdy and gives you the ability to carry the bag around and keep critters out of the bag. can carry up to 40 pounds, so if you got those feed bags that uh, are only partially used, it's perfect. So it's not like a chip clip where you lift it up and it comes off the bag. No, no not like a not like a no. potato chip clip that fall off all the time. No, no, right? this one stays on up to forty pounds. It really works well. And then Jamie, you're going to tell us about prize number two for this month. Yeah, I'm sorry, my sound is kind of coming in and out. Do I sound okay? Sound great, you to sound us. fantastic. Yeah. I sound beautiful. Um, the Redmond Rock Equine is the is the prize pack too, and this thing is amazing. I actually got one. I didn't really win it, did I? They just sent me one, and it comes. It's this huge box of rocks, and it, they've got the rocks that you can just put in a in the pasture or the feed bin or 
the the granules you can put in your grain. There's the rock on a rope that comes and you just hang it and watch your horse entertain themselves. And uh, what's the most entertaining part of rock on a rope is having people come to your house and going, why the hell you got a rope hanging <laughs> rock on the wall? <laughs> yeah, that's, <right. laughs> that's my favorite part. <laughs> and then they give you natural salts too, salts. And all of this is mined in America, Utah. Um, Utah is where the mine is. So this is a very healthy natural product that comes out of the ground here in the United States. And it's a U.S. company and a U.S. store. And they do the crushed rocks. And they even have first aid for horses. Yeah, the, which is like, the same stuff. They make stuff, a clay basically. paste yeah. out of the salt. It's pretty cool. So anyway, that's the second product, uh, second prize for this month. Pretty yeah. awesome. And they just and, came and out. They, it's like, don't just like, don't lift with your legs, not with your back when you get the box. On yeah, that's stuff. true. <laughs> yeah, your UPS <laughs> guy will hate you. Uh, and also, I did want to mention that the uh, Rock on a Rope came in a, a kind of a smaller version because they had to drill it out. But they've now come out with a large version. So they have a larger Rock on a Rope now. Uh, it's a new product that they just came out with this month but on a sturdy fence panel yeah <laughs> that's true all right let's get started with uh, jessica sent this one in nigerian dwarf goats four hundred dollars have a doe and milk and two doe kids these are milking goats not meat goats and will not be given to anyone who is looking to eat them they are extremely friendly, and I hate to have to part with them, but after spending over $1,000 on a new transmission, I got nothing left to pay for the paint job, and the guy who painted it won't give me my ride back until I pay for it. And he only takes cash, so $400 cash for all three. Text me, and we'll meet up. Now, in case you got lost in the middle of that, he had to buy a new I'm, transmission for okay, his truck. <laughs> And then he got his uh, pay, he got a paint job on his car, but he forgot that he had to pay for the paint job on his car. And the guy who did the paint job is saying, "I ain't giving your car back to you. Pay me." So that's what happened. Now we're selling the goats. Next thing he'll we be selling sell the children. Stuff. Yeah, <laughs> the kids go next. <laughs> I'm uh, I just think sometimes there's just TMI. That's just <laughs> too much information. <laughs> Sell the damn goats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he talked me right out of it there because I didn't feel bad for him after he screwed up. So, yeah. <laughs> now, Kelly sent this next one in, and I know you guys think it's funny, but I'd cut somebody. I'll kill you if you do this to me. I will kill you. That's why I, I gave you this dead. one. <laughs> <laughs> you will be, you will be gone. Stolen chickens in Ogilvy, Minnesota. Ogilvy, Minnesota, Montana, Ben, I don't know, uh, in Minnesota, a large amount of poultry were stolen from our farm birds that were stolen eight silkies. Oh, them's fighting words right there. Oh gosh. I'd kill somebody. Six lavender Orpingtons, one off white Americana mix name. Hedwig will come when called Hedwig. Come on, Hedwig. <laughs> Do any of your chickens get called by name? Do they actually come? Glenn, if I call my chickens, they will come from a mile away. It's insane. I'll, t I'll video it today. I thought I videoed it already for you. No. Okay. But by specific name, will a specific one come or do you just call them all and they come? I call them all and they okay. all come. All right. Obviously, um, you're not as good a chicken awesome. trainer than this person is because... Uh, Happy, my old chicken, who sadly we lost, um, would come when I called her. I'd just bend over and she'd just come running. Uh, a Brahma hen with no... 
What? <laughs> I was waiting for this. <laughs> not funny. What is it too? Like just roll around one Brahma hen with no feet. Obviously very easy to spot. That's why it got stolen. It couldn't get away. It's going to roll, tuck and roll. Does is a how it moves chicken around? with no feet. Can a chicken with no feet walk? What do they do? Put little, little, you know, like attachments on it. What do they do? Half dozen or so other hens and roosters of various breeds. If you have any any information or are in possession of our flock, please either contact me or the sheriff's office. No questions asked upon their safe return. Um, so I, I know that the outside non-chicken owner is thinking, how did they know that they were missing? If they have that many chickens, one off-white American. Because I'll tell you what. I have 22 chickens total. And when I call them all and they all come running, I go, okay, there's the two pandas. There's a two, this one, there's the Orpington. There's this one. I know exactly what I have. And so these people knew. How are we sure, are we sure that a pack of wolves didn't steal the chickens? I'm not sure. I would say that the Brahma hen with no feet probably was an easy target. That's just me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm guessing that one didn't move around a lot. It probably guess. couldn't run, like I said, tuck and roll. <laughs> okay, if somebody stole my chickens, I'll come find you. I'll All right, you next down. one up <laughs> before Jamie has a meltdown. Uh, this one was set in by Idaho. I don't know who. We don't have a. We don't have a real name there. Uh, Pinto Pasofino Morab cross for sale, thousand dollars in well, sweet in Stanley, Idaho. Idaho, That's cool. I believe this mare is nine years old. She was my mother's pasture pet, and I inherited her two years ago. She cannot be registered, but her ancestors are. (laughs) (laughs) My ancestors have been registered. They're registered, but I'm not. Uh, She has never had a foal. We have not done anything but trim her feet in the last three months. I believe she is 14 hands, but I've not measured her. If you are a cowboy, I think you could get on and go right now. But if you are green, not sure. so much. We accept credit cards. Well, that's new. Um, you get on, she'll go. Yeah, she'll go. She'll go. Guaranteed. <laughs> you get on any horse, they're going to go. <laughs> and I just point out that for those people who have a nine-year-old untrained horse in their pasture, you are not doing that horse any favors carry on yeah well that's obviously why they're trying to get rid of the horse and sell it to a cowboy who will get on and go straight up straight down it's gonna go (laughs) some direction that horse is gonna go doctor's gonna go (laughs) all right let's hear april april sent her own in get double credit for sending your own yep let's hear it hi this is april from texas and i have for you a really bad ad out of delaware Lunatic Morgan for sale, $1,900. I have a 16-year-old Lunatic Morgan mare for sale. She's a bully with other horses, will eat all their hay and the grain. She will guard the water so nobody can get to it. If you take her out by herself on the trail, she will spook every 10 minutes, and when she does, a 10-foot side jump that will leave you hanging in midair. If the fence is not on, she will pull the polytape right off the post. If the fence is wood and she gets bored, you can kiss it goodbye, too. Many days, you can go out in the field thinking of going for a nice ride after a hard day's work, only to find out you can't catch her. She will just run in circles around you. She will load in a trailer, if she feels like it. 
This is your future, Jamie. Ms. Mayor? Well, she is an easy she keeper. Right now, she is getting only a handful of grain. She has awesome feet. No shoes needed. She's 14-3 and has energy level that's unbelievable. <laughs> I have taken her just about anywhere. Trails, swimming, fox hunting, jumping. She has impeccable ground manners. Great with dogs, chickens, cats, pigs. She loves kids. Oh, and she's up to date on vaccines, teeth, and feet. I have to say, the mayor's a very nice looking mayor. And this is a really honest dad. Y'all have a great day. <laughs> I got, was that two different horses? The first half of the ad describes this totally terror, and the second half is this wonderful horse. Man, she's got great feet. Bipolar. Can bipolar. It's bipolar. Like, that's it. Yeah. Either the horse is bipolar or the author is bipolar. We're not sure it's like two different horses. I'm going to go with the latter. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't get that one. All right. Uh, Jody sent the next one in. Two horse trailer, $850. This is the trailer of the week. It is your typical one that we've seen a thousand times on this show. I will say, though, it's like the rounded front two horse trailer with no windows because it busted out and rust everywhere. It was painted white at one time. And uh, it looks like the, it had front windows at one time and they're gone, too. I, will I give... think it had side windows, too, but those are... Yeah. We're, we're really close to the really bad ad trailers that we see that the roof has blown off and it's a convertible. That's the next step with this one because it's all rusty yeah. around where the roof connects. But um, the thing that I give this one credit for is a couple of things. One, it looks like the jack might actually have been jacked up at one time and it, it might work, maybe. There's air in the tires and they have weed whacked around the trailer so you can actually see it. Now, I'm going to disagree with that. Uh, do you see what is behind the trailer? Uh, no. What are we looking at? A very large hill. <laughs> you think it rolled down there? <laughs> I think that somebody just let that puppy go. And it went zooming down that hill and just happened to come to a stop on this person's property. And they're like, well, hell, take a picture of it and we'll try to sell it. <laughs> actually had that happen once <laughs> i might have dumped a trailer like that maybe that's why i knew <laughs> oh jessica sent the next one in is this just are you just being a jerk that it's a black stallion really <laughs> all right well this is different black straight egyptian arabian stallion fifteen hundred dollars man that's a deal Take a look at this Arabian stallion, Ala Shamparid, looking for a new. Oh, this is all one sentence, too. Oh, this whole ad is one sentence. Might have to take a breath. There we go. Take a look at this Arabian stallion, Al Asham Farid, looking for a new home, can be gelding or used as Breeden's stud. He green broke ride with a or mile. Be great riding horse, very easy to handle. Can get much of his self around the mares, just lead him away with no problem, have not breed. Any mares at this time, very strong body type horse. Great 
pedigree to carry on your his name can produce beautiful full if given giving the chance please give me let know if you have any questions serious people only <laughs> did please. you read that i could never have read that. <laughs> i just i don't know what i said i just check out and i just read what's written i think nothing i just clear the mind and take you what have to given. concentrate on each word at a time that's the only way you can read that way it's just <laughs> It's a gift. I wish I had more gifts. I wish I had better gifts. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> this, this is going to be a good daddy, and it's going to make you a beautiful foal, because we know it can produce a beautiful foal, even though it hasn't yet. But we know it can. you got out of it? I didn't. Yeah, I can, you're, you'll get a beautiful foal if you try, because we haven't tried, and we don't really know. We're just saying that. It can be a gelding. That is one good thing. It <laughs> can be a gelding. It can be a gelding. It has but it'll, the possibility of having surgery. It'll never, ever be a redheaded filly, though. Beth sent this one in. Palomino for sale, and this is not a fake post. Please call. <laughs> It's two, Are there lots of fake horse posts? I guess. It's two, two and one half years old. I'm selling it because I have another horse already, and it's too expensive to have two at a time. It is, a re- it is registered to AQHA. I am asking $2,500 a best offer. He is a show horse. He is classified for the world championships. <laughs> he is also green broke. Can you classify your horse before you train it that it's going to be a world champion? Is that something you can do at the AQHA? And a bargain price, too, $2,500 with 16 exclamation points. I didn't know you could do that. Well, that you should classify your new filly as a world champion in something. All right. This next one comes from a girl named Carly. And I have learned that Carly (laughs) uh, lives in Scottsdale, Arizona, which is... An hour away. And after seeing all of the posts and things, I really feel like Carly could be one of my new best friends. So um, it's all hinging on this next ad. All right, here we go. Hi, Jen, Glenn, and Jamie. I have a really bad ad for you today. And Jamie, you're going to love this one. Comes from the great state of Arizona. All right, so this is going to be all without periods, so bear with me. Gelding, four years old, black and white paint, $700, Whitman, Arizona. I have a four-year-old black and white building, 15 hands. I've done this groundwork. He has been saddled, stands for the farrier, stands tied, been sitting for two years, bought him out of five months old for my youngest grandson, which is eight horses, high maintenance for him. We will call him my drama child. The horse that is in your pocket, kind of, of course, sweetheart, needs to go to a home that will make him work. He has a lot of energy. It's only been trailer twice, e-trailer, fine in a stock trailer, two months ago until other horses were taken out and he freaked out, broke the trailer tie. Very smart horse, learns quickly, needs somebody to give him a job. Like I said, if interested, please contact me up to date on everything. (laughs) All right, that was it. (laughs) <laughs> What's it with the bipolar <laughs> horses that we have today? Oh my god! I, I love how trailered real good until I don't know. <laughs> till he broke... like opened the back door, <laughs> took the horses out. out, and I don't know what happened. He just freaked out and broke the tie. I don't know because he could. <laughs> it is so funny when when you get the ads like the one we had earlier. The whole half of the first ad that ad was good, and then the second half, this one, every sentence contradicted the previous sentence. It was like. <laughs> 
It's a good horse, not a good horse. It's a great horse, not a great horse. <sighs> we should uh, we should hook her up with April, uh, the, 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 the mare owners. If they put the one horse with the other horse, they have a good first half and a good back half. They make the perfect horse. horse. That is a good idea. <laughs> Frisian Stallion, Renegade Equine. Katie Dixon sent this one in. Frisian Stallion, 19,000. By the way, Carly, you can, we, I think we can be friends. Yeah, I think you, I think she'd like that. Um, Carly, uh, uh, listeners have been known to stalk her before. Just be happy. Just drive on over. Um, <laughs> Katie Dixon sent this one in. Frisian Stallion, $19,700. Dude. Beautiful Frisian for sale at a great price. I will consider reasonable offers. Eight years old with horse registry. Friendly with high school in dancing. Yep, that, that did not that did not come out. I don't did. think that means what you said. It says friendly in the, with high school in dancing. That's what it says. I don't know exactly what that means, but um, did you know? The, no, yeah. I mean, high school is a like. Uh, elevated uh, dressage uh, and and dancing is what uh, Hispanic Mexicans call the dancing horses. And a lot of them use the reference as high school. It's high school dressage, which is like pee off, passage, all those kinds of things. So it's like high school movements uh, and dancing horses. This clearly is not um, this person's first language. <laughs> <laughs> Google Translate failed you. <laughs> this is a Google Translate fail. And if you're taking reasonable offers, will you take $75? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's probably right near you. Pasco. I don't know where that is, but probably, <laughs> probably New Mexico. Probably very close. Yeah. <laughs> very <laughs> close. <laughs> All right. Last All one. Right, last ad. Then I got to go see my baby. Uh, Jody sent this one in. I have... I have a nice three-year-old TWH geld making into a nice horse. He green broke. And after you ride him for about 10 or 15 minutes, someone with not much experience can ride him. Kuwaii, he a green. (laughs) (laughs) So he just needs miles. He is going to make a great horse. He does great trails. Nate loves water and has a gunshot off his back. (laughs) So far, nothing has spooked him. He is road safe. He will walk all day on a loose rein or gate when you want him to, and is going to have a lot of speed. He will stand to get on and does great while being shooed. He very gentle. I hate to sell him cause he such good horse. And I know what he is going to make, make, to make, but I have my eye on something else. Ooh, that was a tough one. So, oh, hell, I didn't know this. It's Willard, Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> well, just do the last sentence in uh, your finest. Hell, uh, so it ain't nothing. He is done. I will still be riding him while I have him. So he'll just get better. I'm located in Willard, Kentucky, $800. No, I wasn't going to read the whole thing again. No <laughs> chance. <laughs> In hell. This is a great horse, but I have my eye on something else. Him. I know it's got to be painful to listen to that because it hurts my soul to read things like that. I die a little bit every Friday because of this segment. <sighs> I can't communicate with my husband on Friday mornings. I'm like, hey, how go it for you? <laughs> I need food breakfast? Can get it cooked for 
Y'all. This, this always just makes me sad for educational system every time we read teeth on Fridays. It really does. He friendly. Uh, anyway, thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. Thank you so much for <laughs> sending those ads in. We really appreciate it. If you want to send ads in, and we still have people get this wrong, so I'm going to say it again, Jennifer at OrsRadioNetwork.com. And that's where you send to put really bad ads in the subject line. If you want to read your own, just record it on your phone. Those two had very good recordings. Uh, just read it, uh, record it on your phone, send us the file. Just email the file over to Jennifer at HorseRadioNetwork.com. It's that simple. And, of course, we'll give out the great prizes at the end of the month. We Are we back Monday? I think we're back Monday. We'll hear how the baby's doing. We'll get a baby update. Will, do you have a goal in mind for naming the baby, or are you going to let it have personality first? I I want to have it. I want to have a name on Monday. So keep the suggestions rolling in because every little bit helps. And um, we will yeah. look up the Roman Muppet names and oh, uh, come up with a good one for you. <laughs> Give me a break. You guys get zero say in naming this baby. I'm telling Here, you. I, wait, I got it. I got it. Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. But it has to start with an R. So we'll name it Rockin' Miss Piggy. How's that? Perfect. That sounds like a Western horse name, though, doesn't it? <laughs> Rockin' Miss Piggy sounds like a Western horse name. Not so much like an Oldenburg name, though. You just hush. You just have no say. <laughs> I will Jennifer, look up you- all the Muppets that start with R and post it today, okay? And that, I promise... That'd be super I just- good... <laughs> Spend a way to spend your time. All right. Before you leave, I just got another message. Before you leave from a non-auditor, please post a video on uh, Horses in the Morning page. So I'm doing it. Jeez Louise. Give me a minute. I'm trying to do a show. I got 400 videos I got to go through to find the right one. <laughs> I don't know how there's any room left on your phone. Well, that's it, everybody. We'll be back on Monday. Everybody. Have a great By week. Way, uh, just let weekend. me say, I love that y'all shared yesterday with me. It was so cool to have all the listeners posting and being a part of it and asking questions and being so supportive. It was a beautiful thing. It was like, I felt like yesterday was a holiday. Like just, it was like one of those days. I could just, not keep up with the comments. Everything. You were getting on your I just couldn't keep up. I was, I, I'm, my phone died because of the video. And then I log back on. I have like 4,000 notifications. I was like, Oh my God. It's so cool. Anyway, it was awesome. Thank you. Well, a lot of fun and congratulations again, mommy. Thank you. Lucas has a sister. He does. It's the only one he's going to get, so. (laughs) Could be. I don't know. That's true. 